Dwarven Moss presents a Dungeons and Dragons actual play of The Curse of Straw. <laughs> Welcome back to <gasps> Chapter 5 of Act 1, Part 2 of The Death House. Oh. So, Is it Chapter 5 already? If you like numbers, you will love this episode. That's a lot I of numbers there. I love numbers. <laughs> oh <my gosh>. yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for having us back in The Death House. What happened, uh, you're, you're what happened last time? It was pretty creepy. We came into the death house. We were given, we were asked by the Fistani women at the Blood and Vine. Yes. To clear it out, and we they will came, help you. We came into the death house. Yeah. And then. We march our way into the death house. Because I gotta cure this wound on my ass. So we went to the rooms, and there were wolves. Those were moving around behind our backs. We went to the, the dining room. Yeah, the, the yeah. infested maggots or whatever that was. That was yes. pretty, pretty gnarly. A bit of an optical illusion. And then we were attacked by animated armor. Yeah. We climbed the stairs. Of all things. So we went up the stairs. And there was the armor. And it almost pushed me off the side. Yeah. Well, I still want to know what is going on in this house. Like, there's a, there's a lot of illusions and ghostly apparitions yeah, animated it's, armor. It's a legit haunted house. And then also, you said when we were coming in that, like our, like we looked at ourselves in reflection, like we look like shit, and like there's a darkness happening in this house right now. Yeah, yeah. You're. You did cast detect evil. Was that a thing? Yeah. Yeah. It's like uh, the Ghostbusters when they look at their. Uh, the top PKE of the gun. Meter? Yeah, the, yeah, that's it. No, that, no, 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 no. That's a that's a perfect fucking analogy for that. <laughs> well, when the Ghostbusters, you know, when they're looking down the hall, diddling, you hear the piano, and then yeah. they come to that part, and you go on the yeah. Born, if we had one of those devices, hey, I'm pretty sure it'd be my going PKE off meter maximum going strength. <laughs> yeah. But we don't. Put on your positron glider. I don't have one, Born. <laughs> Born and Wendell yeah. as the Ghostbusters? No, we had to do the Born and Wendell in Cyberpunk. What the hell is this? I'm hacking into the system. This is crazy right now. Throw in your jack, brother. We're scaven on the, the nuke. Ah, oh, I gotta get this laser out of my eye. <laughs> it's like a pure <laughs> se senior citizen moment for Wendell. Like he's absolutely <laughs> losing his mind at all this technology. I, I don't understand how to do this. Yeah. So, uh, what are we waiting for? Let's get back in that house. Let's keep moving, boy. I peek, I peek over this uh, balcony. What do I see down there? All you can see is uh, basically what you saw. You're seeing the regular, the first floor. You could have always looked up. It's kind of to the left of this, uh, of the spiraling s staircase. It kind of spirals up, and then it's a balcony back downwards. You're oh, seeing... where we just were. Exactly, okay, yeah. yeah. And then on, and then there's the wall, and then either way of the hallway, there's a door. Another door. Exactly. Yeah. To the right, there's an open door, mm -hmm. and then to the left, there's a locked door. Yeah, that was the one that I was leaning in to look at. So we what do I see? That, in that open door. To yeah, the right, you went to lean another... to take a peek in the in the open one. That's right. 
So, so now that the armor's out of the way, well, I want to go back. <clears throat> back to that room where I was going to peek yeah. in where the door was already open. Okay. So, as you get closer to this room... Oh, before I do that, I go, wait a minute. And I put my hand, I just turn around and put my big fat dwarf fingers on your chest and use lay on hands to heal you up a bit. There you are. How do you feel? My, the, there was a big bruise on my cheek where this plate gauntlet had like just buried its metal and just sort of like, it almost like it's chipped my face bone. And it just all of a sudden feels like all this blood was rushing to it and then some coolness, and then I just tap my face, and it's totally fine. Then I'm a little uh, decongested, too. <laughs> hey, if you ever have constipation or diarrhea, come see me. Whoa. Okay. So I go in, and I peer in the room. What do I see? So you can, you can tell that it's clearly a woman's room? It's clearly a woman's room in here. All right. There are bras and panties everywhere. Is that true? Let me go take a look. So you see kind of, you see the decoration, it's very female. Uh, in the corner though, it's quite dark. Um, but you see a bed. And you can't tell if there's anyone in it or not. Born is, is born. What? Is there someone in that bed? Maybe a bunch of maggots like the were downstairs. Oh, I'm not touching it with my own hand. I sent my mage hand down. My little skeletal mage hand. Look how skeletal it is here in this place. Oh Everything's dead. What does it normally look like? And it, puts, uh, it looks like you know an extension of my hand, but it's kind of shadowy. Something's wrong. Even my boar, Zoltan, he doesn't look right. Do you think like we're dead? Is that like something that's going on? Are we dead? No, not yet. Okay, I trust you. Send my mage hand out and I grab the covers and I kind of just pull the duvet or whatever. So you pull it back and you see a woman's face. And as you pull it further and further down, you see that there's blood everywhere. Oh, jeez. And her stomach has been completely uh, ripped open. Oh, by Moradin's beard. Poor lady. Oh. All right, I use and my you, mage hand to put it back back up. So you kind of put it back up, and you actually get a, you recognize this woman from the photos uh, in the house. Wait a minute. She looks familiar. The woman downstairs in the portraits. She looks like the Mrs. Durst of the Durst yeah, family. That's the Mrs. Well, she might be why this is called the Death House. I look around. Is there anything else that's telltale about this room? Is there anything that stands out other than this rotted, open corpse on the bed? Is there any... There's a dresser. You can see a little bit of bloody footprints. Okay, I want to investigate just around, just kind of put this stuff together. That's so do an, an investigation check. I'll join him on that. Yeah, let's get in, get in there, get in there. Five. Eight. There's not a really whole lot you guys can tell from this. The, her face is pretty much untouched. The most of her body is as well. Let's get out of here. I'm going to look under the bed. So you take a peek and kind of feel around. and 
There's nothing. There's nothing you can find under, under there. <laughs> it's cool. So we keep walking. Okay, we we get out into the hallway now and go down to the end of the hallway where the closed door is. Mm-hmm. Watch this. I just kick it open. That door the boot. So you kick it open. It just kind of smashes open. And uh, what you see, this looks like more of a of a male's chamber. In the corner, there's a desk, and there's also a, a harpsichord, uh, a musical instrument, by that corner as well. And if you go and take a look at the desk, I do. There's just one piece of kind of sheet music and lyrics. And it's called uh, the song for Elizabeth. Hey, Wendell, could you play the piano? I can't say I ever picked it up. Do you know what a piano is? You're a farmer. I doubt you've ever seen a sophisticated mechanical instrument like this before. You know, born. You patronizing me from so low to the ground there is almost like a funny little juxtapose. Oh, we're busting out the short jokes now. Ah, just busting some balls, boring. Well, lucky for you, dwarves have three balls. (laughs) Let's try to play this fucking song. And I grab the sheet music and I sit down. Do any of you guys have any uh, music proficiency at all? Any instruments? I can only say that Boren comes from a very rich, dwarven cultured background where he has music around the halls. So, Boren, give me a give me a history check. Right. See if you recognize anything. Nineteen. Plus one. Twenty. Yeah, all of a sudden, you're recognizing kind of the staff paper. Yeah. This, this sheet music I knew. My great great grandwolf. Berenor True Silver. He used to play this instrument. He got it as a gift from one of the humans that he met on his journeys that I've failed It was the only instrument that made quite a specific sound in the halls of the Bright Axe. It's called the harpsichord. Harpsichord? Hey, that's right. It had these keys, I remember calling it. And the similarity you're seeing with the trumpet music in this, it's, it's all simple triads, yeah. basically, that are staffed yeah. out. It's quite a simple tune. I can figure this out. Boris takes off his gauntlets, kind of puts them beside him, and his fingers are all clammy and sweaty. And just with the big fat fingers, he starts to push down on the keys. That sounds great. Hey. Ooh, not so much that one. No. That's what they call a flat. A flat. It's a flat note, you see. Okay. Great. Listen, this, like the side of my axe, is a sharp. And he pushes down more and more keys. And he's following along the sheet with a big fat finger as he runs across the sheet music. And to play a bit, this very simple. Oh. That actually sounds all right. It's quite beautiful, isn't it? It is a simple tune, this. Just as you head towards the last bar. Wow, born. Not bad. What do you think you meet? You kind of hear a clicking 
in the wall just to the left of you. And it's it's like Oi! this Here's panel kind of slides open. Born puts up his hands. What did I do? What was that? Something just opened up. Bordo kind of pushes himself away, puts his gauntlets back on. Wendell's going to walk towards it a bit. So right now you just see a slit in the wall, but you can tell that you can push this panel open. What do you want to do? I'm going to stay back behind the harpsichord with my boron here and push it open with my mage hand. You creak it open, and it looks to be a very small room, and on this brass hook you see a very nice-looking red cloak with this gold outlining and a very defined collar. All right, I'm going to pick up the cloak. Gee, that would look good on you. Yeah? Think so? Yeah, it's red. It's got your colors. I'm going to take a look at it nice and close. 14. It doesn't look like anything you've ever seen. It's certainly finer than any farming clothes you've worn. Put it on. I'll put it on. Ooh. What do I look like? It's good. Quite dignified, friend. Yeah. Fits you quite perfectly. Does it match the robes? It does. Actually, Boren actually kind of steps back. My word, Wendell, it looks like it was bloody made for you, friend. I feel, uh... Yeah, how do you feel? Safe. In it. You look good. It matches the breastplate. All right, let's just... <laughs> Come on. Right, I'm just saying. Not a lot of people have, like, uh like complimented Wendell in his life, especially about things like his appearance, which he's never really taken seriously. Right. Having never married, never had a family. And Bourne is very fine with giving out compliments and his sexuality, so he's like, hey, you look quite, <laughs> quite attractive, mate. It slims you down. You have all quite right. a slender figure. Okay, You all do right. feel good. You, you get a, a, a strong feeling of comfort wearing this thing. It's kind of light in all the right places. Ooh, You're loving it. Do me a favor. Spin around for me. Come on. Give me a little twirl. All right. Ooh. A little bit of this. There you go. As he twirls around, it kind of lifts up a little bit, showing, oh, oh, showing yeah. a little bit of his upper thighs. Oh, you naughty lad. I wasn't supposed to show that. I was oh. just, I'll loose my garbs. All right, well, maybe your garbs will get a looser. Uh, and I sit, I find a chair, sit down, I go, you know, Born, it's been so crazy the last couple hours. It is. Uh, do you have any of that, uh, uh, what, what did you call it again? It was the dwarven uh, grass. The dwarven or? moss. Dwarven moss. That's right. It That's right. Grows in the deepest parts. Right. I like that dwarven moss. Kind of, you know, took the edge off of such a dark and it's dreadful really experience we've been having to live through. And here we are in some mansion, some death house where we've already uncovered a body and some sort of ghostly apparitions in the dining room. We've been attacked by a magical set of armor. Hey, Boren kind of takes this moment to be, I, you know what, I, I want to do again apologize for cursing at you and calling you a murderer. I need to get this off my chest. I have a secret I've, I've never told anyone. And Wendell just looks at Bourne, puffs on some moss, and just keeps 
listening. As a young soldier in the Brightax, we dug too greedily and too deep. We awoke in the drow. They came and attacked my people. The drow, those are the underground elves. The dark elves of the underground. They attacked you. I, my sister, Layla, she suffered in one of the great attacks by the drow. And one of our great dwarven doctors swore that he could heal her by using mithril, threads that he could make to sew her heart back together. And what the dwarves didn't know that mithril was only meant to be used outside the body. These mithril stitches in my sister's heart twisted her mind. She grew a clay cloud of a sad psychosis on her mind. One night, as we were waiting for the next battle to fight the drow, one of them found her in the deep tunnels of the Bright Axe and twisted her mind into giving him secrets, battle secrets and war secrets, where our armies and platoons moved through witch tunnels. I'm not a good sleeper, so I took watch that night and came across my sister talking to the drow, committing treason to her people. He was the only dwarf that knew. She could not live with this mistake. So what'd you do? My sister could not return to the halls of Bright Axe. I knew what had to be done, for only one punishment lies for treason against the people of the dwarves. Born. Do you... Do you kill your sister? I don't want to be in this place anymore. Wendell gets up from his chair. He's standing up now, wide-eyed in amazement. I told you my story, and I'm... I'm... I'm completely under my curse. That's what caused me to do the murder. You, just for some sacred tradition of, of treason. That's why I live a solitary life. I don't like the rules of this world. It is not some secret for treason. If you were a dwarf, you'd understand. Well, I'm not a dwarf. I'm just a goddamn half-elf. I'm, I'm a farmer. Yes, I knew. You wouldn't understand the details and the eccentricities uh, of what it is growing up as a dwarf. I don't understand shit, Boren. I know that you're a murderer. That's what you are. And there's no curse you can lay that on. I am not a murderer. I am a soldier for justice. Ah. And I start walking around the room, kicking over What things. do you know? Some farmer that was struck by lightning and killed his neighbors. I know my curse. And I want to atone for it. I know goddamn well about atonement. I've been trying to do it my whole life. Don't you talk to me about redemption. 
I think we need to do what we came here to do. You know, Barn, I, I don't know what I'm fighting for. I know what I'm fighting for. It's to stay alive and get out of here. I told you before, laddie, if you want to do the same, stay by my side. I'm a soldier. And as, as, as guilty as Wendell feels on the inside, he is looking around and he's spooked by this place. He does fear death. And so he joins Bourne, kind of goes back into the hall. Yeah, just as, a, as you get that fear, uh, you do start to see thunder through the windows. Rain is pattering down. This, is, this gives light. Wendell, he's got like a, a fear of storms. Yeah, this is a, it's whipping up a pretty, pretty big storm right now. Oh, great. Oh, Born great. Oh, great. Oh. You're right. I'm fine, I'm fine. Uh, it's just a storm, boy. Yeah. Don't you worry. Cannot. I get you guys to roll a perception check. 16. 20. My man. Oh, double. So kind of during this heart-to-heart and Wendell was talking, he steps up from the stairs, or from his uh, chair, and you guys both notice in this room, there is kind of a trap door with a latch right above the ceiling, about 10 feet up. Do you see that? Yeah, I do. There's an opening in the ceiling there. I'm too small, I can't reach it. Yeah, well, you've seen this hand that I've been able to uh, conjure up. Hey, that's quite a handy hand. You know, I can't explain where I'm getting this, these magical powers from, but this has been a very handy hand. I can tell you, boy. It's that curse on you. Yeah, no shit, born. Well, it's helping us now. It's helping us stay alive, as you say. And I send my hand up, my shadowy skeletal hand, and I kind of open the, whatever the contraption is. So as you grab the latch, you pull it down. These stairs kind of unfold. You realize that you've kind of revealed an entrance to an attic. More stairs. You don't have a thing against stairs like you do against doors, do you, Born? Not really, no. I quite like stairs, actually. <laughs> As you peer up, though, you see that it's going into complete darkness. Taking a quick second to uh, just puff on this dwarf moss on the stairs here. Hey, it heightens your senses. Mm-hmm. Can I just say as a total side note... I love that Boren is such a positive guy, and this place has just wreaked havoc on just being in Ravenloft. It took time, though. It did take time. It should have taken time for such a jolly guy. Absolutely. And and I love that Boren hates doors, but he kind (laughs) of likes stairs. (laughs) (laughs) So we keep going. Okay, yeah. So peek up into the the attic. We go up into the attic. What do you see up there? Still darkness. It's, it's like dark. someone's. It's dark. Looks like someone. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Keep going. Get out of the weed. <laughs> Pulls out a torch from his traveler's sack and explorer's pack mm. and kind of just lights it. So you two walk up. You enter the attic. As soon as the torch lights up, you see who you recognize as Mr. Durst in the photos hanging from the rafters with the chair kicked out. Oh. 
I'm underneath that. Oh, did it Fuck. My word. Something is going on in this house. Alright. Now I get it. It's the death house. We look around. Do we see anything more? I'm sort of moving my torch around. You see Just in that. the corner uh, a dollhouse. You actually hear a faint whimpering. Is there anyone there? Can you hear? Just slowly steps forward with his torch in front of him. So you see kind of something scuttle. And as you kind of put your torch a little closer, you see peeking out from around this dollhouse is a small uh, puppy dog. Oh. It's a puppy, Windor. A what? A baby dog. What are you doing up here? Is it a skeleton dog? Oh no, it's a real dog. Wendell comes to join. Take a look. My word. What are you doing here, little friend? Uh, come here. Come here. Come here. He's kind of hesitant and doesn't oh, no. know what to do. Don't worry, we won't hurt you. But eventually he kind of rustles forward towards you guys and has a little tail wagging and starts starts rubbing you. I kind of rub his head and pet him, scratching him. What kind of dog is he? Do I know the breed or can I tell the... Uh, I like this dog. Really, uh, it's a brave little dog to be walking around in this fucking house. You it's know? a terrier. Terrier. Oh. What kind of dog is it, Barn? It's a terrier. Yeah. They've seen these... Brave little dog, aren't you? Seems like. It's brave. I like this dog. <laughs> it's oh, just it's quite nice. And it's kind of running around. It's looking at the the body hanging from the this rafters. poor thing. This dog shouldn't be in here. Yeah, we should take the dog with us. Yeah, you're right. We kind of like you're walk a little idea. bit like away and kind of call it to see if we kind of have its attention. Or uh, Roll animal ha- handling. Come on, man. With my seven. Come on, we're not that bad looking. Got a six. He's pretty happy to see anyone. I have some water, so I'm gonna just kind of drop some, use some water and drop it out with my hand and show that it's dripping a bit and kind of pour a bit and hold it out for him. So he he's runs up to your flask and just starts lapping it up. Whoa, okay. Oh, there you go. And his tail is going like crazy. He, all you right, know, all right. You, you gotta save some for me, man. Uh, you guys have a very cute dog right now. He, oh. he is your friend. He's loving you guys. Seems to be quite spry. Come on, boy. Yeah, this come way. on. Let's use some of that bravery. Come on. As they leave, Bourne wants to pot, pat down the body that's hanging of, of the durst. Does he find anything in the pockets or any anything on the body? Is he? You find. Out of the yeah, you find a, a bloody knife, but the body seems uncut itself. What do you got? A knife. Bloody. Hey. From the body? I don't think so. That's weird. I surmise that he killed Lady Durst downstairs. Opened her up like a gaping wound and left her there and then felt the shame, came up here and hung himself. That stands to reason you are correct, sir. Porn throws the knife against the wall of the attic. <laughs> Sticks right in. Let's get out of here. Okay. Barn. That was amazing what you just did there with Thank the dagger. Thank you very much. I'm actually, I mean, that's nothing. I, could, I should show you something. Else. You're kidding. One day, oh, 
The shit that'll come out of your ass with the tricks I can do. What? This way. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> and they start going downstairs. So back down the stairs? And as he keeps going, I think we want to go all the way down to where... So back down the spiral. Back down the spiral. So back in the first room. Back in the first room the going... Di- there's the dining room with the used-to-be-delicious food. And I'm going, all right, I'm You're in the hunting. There's a hunting room with the wolves. There's a hunting room. One of the heads is... One of the wolves is decapitated. Yeah, I cut uh, them all up. I poke them out and I, I pop their noses in. One thing you noticed about this wolf room, though, that a couple of the wolves have appeared to change uh, position again. What the... And Boren goes, watch this, and he takes his axe, and he spins it around his hand like an old axe trick. Like Holy a, shit, Paul. Like a cowboy spinning a gun around his finger, and Boren's like using the balance. Look at that, boy. Hey, that's my friend Boren. the wolf's head off. Nice. Wow. Ah. Rolls to the ground, right by the foot of the fireplace. What's the, what's the dog doing? The dog is just headless. They were all kind of standing. No, no, no. The, no, 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 no. What's our dog doing? Oh, what's your dog doing? Yeah. He is, uh, j- he's following you guys around, but at a distance. He's staying about 10, 15 feet away. Okay, so he's not really reacting to this violence right now. No. Okay. Okay. No. Wow, look at him. He's so brave. Hey, hey Born, what are we going to call our little guy? Oh, I, I don't know. I think we should call him something like uh, something brave. Something brave, yeah. That's right. How about uh, b- brave, bravey, brave, braver. That's a... brave shores. No, brave shores. I... Little brave shores. <laughs> Little be sure. Be sure. Be sure. BB. B. BB. BB eight. BB eight. BB dog. BB dog. My little BB dog. Dog man. Dog. Dog boy. Dog boy? These are all very terrible ideas. I still think we should call him BB. I like BB. All right, BB. All right, come on, BB. Come on. Do you like BB, baby? He's following you around. All right, that's a good BB. I'll call him B for short. Okay. So, um, look at these wolves. Weren't these wolves in a different place before? Uh huh. What? Yeah. I'm not scared anymore. I'm just bloody frustrated with this stupid house. All right. You there. Spirit. And he calls out. Boren just goes, where are you? I can sense you. By the beard of Boradin, may it be thick and braided. I call you out to face your challengers. I'm going to stand with uh, BB and pick him up and just kind of hold on to him and pet him. Bashes his axe in his foot. Come on out, I knew you're there. You just kind of hear more thunder as the rain pelts heavier against the windows. I'm trying That's to ignore. Awesome. I'm trying to ignore that sound of thunder by looking at this dog and putting a it's lot like of a love into this dog. dog. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's right. Wendell's actually the most calm we've seen him in a while. You're brave. Awesome. You're not. You're not afraid of this storm, right? Yeah. You, you've seen lost storms. It's just a storm to you, right? It's nothing to you, dog. Boren knows that he can sense this underneath him, like you said before. There's something like below him that he gets a bad vibe from, from his divine senses. He wants to investigate just the main hole. Is there any latches that can open up secret passages? Or... So you're doing uh, roll perception on the whole first floor, I guess? Perception or investigation? Do, uh, investigation. Investigation? Seven. Okay. I will try um, looking at the dog. Hoping, hoping that I've kind of really 
become a favorite to him now by giving him so much attention and love. And I'm going to say, all right, boy, we, we got to find a way downstairs. You know a way downstairs, boy? You know, you, you know a way, a different part of the house? Downstairs? And I start kind of pointing downstairs. Downstairs? So kind of looking downstairs going, oh, yeah. yeah, go get it. Go get it. And I try to, and I'm going to try to. You're relying on a dog to tell you that. It's almost like he's trying to go downstairs and then he's getting upset and he's going, like, all right, and I put him down yeah. on the ground. Oh, he's frustrated that he can't get upstairs, but he starts walking towards uh, the spiral staircase, and he's kind of looking at you guys and wagging his tail, and going back and forth, and he's, he's, he's scratching at the staircase. All right. Born, look, come on. What? Gotta go to the staircase. As soon as you guys come towards it, he starts walking, spiraling up, spiraling up. Okay, come on, Born. We gotta chase him. Come on, he went back this way. He goes, he's going, going back upstairs. upstairs. Come on, Born. Hey, we're just up there, me. I don't think that. BB's up here. Uh, BB, where'd you go? We can't lose BB. Alright, so we start going up. We start going back up. Back up the bloody stairs. Back into the. I do like the stairs, though. It's quite nice. These are good stairs. Born, come on. Stop admiring the stairs. <laughs> sorry, alright. So you guys are kind of crunching over the. Uh, what was left of the armor. Guiding yourself through. Uh, BB has led you back into the the mail room where you found that cloak, and he's wanting to go back up to the attic. He's walking, just kind of scratching his way up there. <laughs> That's where we found you, boy. Why do we want to go back? I well, come on, he won't. He just wants to go and, and see it again. All right, all right. So we go so back. I, up I, I'm the following the dog with like extreme eagerness. Like I'm a little bit like off my game. And Bourne is actually having a bit of fun because it's been a while since he's had good stairs, so he's kind of backing up downstairs. <laughs> Bloody good stairs, all right. Oh, and he finally reaches the top. All right, what now, BB or Lancelot, whatever your bloody name is. So you're still in the one kind of big room with this... Hanging body. Yeah, Mr. Durst. Durst, kind of uh, hanging. Fred Durst. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The dog, uh, BB kind of rushes all over to this dog house, or to the dollhouse that was in the corner. Oh, this creepy thing. barking. What the? You like this doghouse dog? Dollhouse dog? It's just kind of scratching against it. Wait, wait, wait. What? What's in there? I don't know. All right, so Boring goes in, he takes his axe, and he starts poking around. What, what, what are you scratching at? I'm, I'm not even looking at this, actually. I'm kind of looking at the body of the hanging man. And I look back at Bourne and I go, You know, Bourne, where I'm from, somebody ever did this to themselves, no matter what they are guilty of, we'd cut them down. We wouldn't let them hang like this. Well, you can cut that man down if you want. I don't know what good it's going to get yet. I'm gonna conjure up a crossbow. Black crossbow. Hold it, fire from the hip. <laughs> yes, the hip. Fire off a few bolts. So you fire off a few bolts, the second one just hits. And he kind of falls over in like a three piece fall, kind of curls up at the floor. As soon as he does this, BB runs up to him and starts kind of like licking him and whining. And Bourne's still looking at the dollhouse, going, oh, it's a bloody thing. And he kind of goes over to it, puts his axe away, picks it up. So as soon as you pick it up, you can notice that there's a door, kind of like a panel, like a loose wooden panel 
behind this door has that could kind of be popped open. Well, Wendell. Wendell's been, he's flipped over the body and he's, and he's looking face to face. He's getting real close to the face of the... Frederick Durst. Of Frederick Durst. And he's just looking at him going, what the fuck do you do? Kind of like, almost with a new experience, admiring the death face to face almost kind of uncovering a bit of layer of fear where he's, he's no longer fearing death at least one shade less by looking at it so much now he's like conditioned to be seeing it it's just so dark mm. so he just goes right up to this body flips him over and he looks right in the face and he feels something in common with him Wendell yeah snap out of it all right. There's something here. Behind a panel in this wall. Boring kind of puts his hand on the wall. What are you doing over there? The body's dead. I'm just... I'm just looking for Baby. Baby, baby right is there. this what you were scratching at? He kind of moves. Boring. I mean, what kind of... Can he move it out of the way? Yeah, you feel? can just grab it, pull it back. Yeah, so you get kind that. of a smell that comes right out. It, oh. it's, it's a musty smell, but it's oh. not. Uh, oh. It's, uh, <laughs> oh. It's almost like um, you smell like a dampness. Oh, you smell that? Yeah, it smells a bit damp. Pouring beers inside. <laughs> the hell is that stink? <laughs> Wendell goes in first. It's just a bit damp, Barn. Come on. Then he's talking to BB. Is hopefully BB's next to him, following him. My, my boy, Boring gets so weird sometimes. <laughs> you found another spiral, ca- uh, spiral staircase. Okay. But it's very, very narrow. Like you're like, it's almost like you're going down like a clogged pipe. It's so narrow. And it's going down. It's going down. Ugh. All right, making my weight through here, Boren. It doesn't get any easier. It just keeps spiraling. Hold on. So, okay, and, and now Boren, again, be knowing where he's situated always, being, you know, a man of... Military. Military. Almost like... I have no bigger. idea where we are, Boren. I'm just gonna tell you that. I just keep spiraling down here. It's never-ending spiral. Can you uh, even right. hear me? Yeah, Born, I can hear you. Yeah, no, no. There are more stairs, so I'll... Gladly follow you. Any idea where we are in the house? Yes, we should be situated somewhere around the northeast end of the house. That means nothing to me, Born. I'm just going to let you know that. All right, I'm just trying to... I'm trying to make our job Hold on a second. I think I'm coming up to something. Now you can start... You've just started to touch the ground. You can feel that it's kind of slippery, and you're now on stone. It feels like you've gone maybe three or four stories... How much space is around my body right now? You are just slinking out into a very, fairly narrow five-foot tunnel. Wow. So it seems very secret. Seems very secret. Very secret. And it's stone, and it's cold. Okay. You can tell that you're below, you know, sea level. You're kind of in, like, a cellar. Okay. Went all the way down. All the way down. So it's a very narrow path, which you can see actually out into. You can hear dripping water. 
I'm gonna look down to BB. Hey, BB. Hey, boy. You, uh. You been here before? You know where you're going? He is in the corner behind you. He's kind of wrapping around your leg, but he's, he seems frightened. Doesn't seem to like it down here. And I can tell you, this is where my divine senses tell me that something is wrong. Boren, look at me. My head is pretty much at the ceiling. You are a tall fellow. Well, I'm not that tall. Well, to me, everybody's tall. <laughs> so that might not be a big compliment. So you stand, you see about 20 feet down this narrow, narrow path. Yeah, it's touching Wendell's head. It's almost touching both of your sides. And then it becomes fairly bright, and you can actually see um, these spikes. It almost looks like, it's hard to tell, but what you can see down in the end is almost like a, like a portcullis. Like there's a, like there's a gate that's been raised that's going into a bigger room. This is getting pretty real here. Like this, what sort of tomb or... I can sense this presence more, obviously. Born, what is this? I haven't even seen shit like this. My friend, do you want to fill that axe? I look down at the axe. It has a little bit of blood on it. Okay. Now's the time. Prep whatever you got, friend. I want to make sure we get out of this alive. My axe is just on my body and on the inside of my robes when I reveal it. Other than that, I just conjure my, my weapons. And you can hear um, a little bit of a baby crying. God, by Moradin's beard, that is one of the creepiest things in the world. Porn. I, I think we're going to have to fight a baby. <laughs> I don't know if the spirits are that literal, friend. Wendell's looking, like, really serious. Like, oh, shit. (laughs) What is it? Have you fought in a baby before? (laughs) Isn't it obvious, Born? What? We're here, underground of this mansion. Right. Through some portcullis doorway. Right. In some dark dungeon-y... A dwelling that I've never even seen before and all yeah. I'm hearing is a baby's voice. So you jump to the conclusion that we have to fight a baby? You gotta remember what I've experienced. Uh, fair enough, but you must so be used far. to some of this by now. Well, you might be used to some different levels of fantasy and experience and adventuring. Right. Me. You're a simple farmer, I get it. A simple farmer plus a curse? Look, I get it. This is the first time I've been to this place, too. But I'm a bit smarter than thinking that this fight's going to involve a baby. Okay. I'm an intelligent enough fella. All that food upstairs turned to maggots. That's some weird shit. Pardon my curse. That makes two of us, okay? We're both seeing the same shit. All right. All right, look. Who's out there? Come for it! And it echoes. Come for it! Come for it! Can you just hear this dripping of water? Oh, right. <laughs> oh, right. 
So, you guys are basically crammed into this narrow, narrow, narrow hall. You see a gate that's lifted. Kind of seems like a sewage gate or a portcullis of sorts, a small one. And then there's a bit of an opening from what you can tell. You hear the sound of water. There's just insistent dripping. When you speak loudly, it echoes. And it's almost like it's just like the light of the at the end of a tunnel type. You know, if you're in a, if you're in a, looking at a, down a subway line or something, or just has the born. I don't follow me. All right. Saunters up to the opening pipe. He looks through. He doesn't doesn't cross the threshold. I'm I'm also gonna pick up BB. So you're holding BB. Yeah. I don't it. think you should bring the dog. Dogs are I don't want. I don't want to lose BB. You know what? I feel like he's gonna impede your service. Nah, he's not going to impede anything as he's petting him in his arms. <laughs> Archie, you're so, not going to impede anything. So what you can see... A little impeder, eh? Yeah. It's almost like a... like some sort of bathhouse or something. These stairs kind of go down and then there's a big pool of water and then in the center of it are a couple of steps that go up to this center kind of island and all you see on that island is kind of a white bundle or a white cloth. Oh my god. What the hell is going on in this basement? Seems quite ceremonious and deliberate for such a... Like, what is... The, what the hell is this place? I get the feeling like this place was used for a great evil. And Boren starts to walk around. He doesn't enter the water, but he sort of walks around and tries to yeah, I, I'm interested. That packages on the raised dais up there. Seems like some sort of important object. To who? Maybe use that tricky hand of yours. Oh, what so you talking about? This one? I use the mage hand to sort of like double pet the <laughs> BB in my arms. Yeah, okay. I believe you're using it for the wrong reasons. Come on, you've got something right up there. Use your hand to see what that package is. So it's a square room with a flat, like a thing in the middle, and it's water in the middle that surrounds it. Yeah, it's kind of like like you guys scurried through this really short passageway. Yeah. Under a gate. Yeah. And then there's kind of these stairs that go up. And then down, and then they go back down. The water, it's almost like a fountain. And then the middle, slowly kind of rising towards the center, is kind of like this pedestal. Looks like we have to go through this muck. Okay. So Warren goes down into the water and splashes it. I'm going to bless this water as I go. I'm going to um, throw BB across to the middle. Uh, to get him to land in the middle? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna get you to roll for that. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll give the middle, like, an AC 10. So let's see if you can hit that. You'll get your pro- proficiency bonus. Yeah. Alright. So he kind of hesitantly doesn't really want to leave your arms, but like, oh, he throws, 
And he and flies past Boring Boy. Whoa, watch it. <laughs> right you over your head. the dog now? Right over the water. And he kind of, he does land. And he's kind of sliding across that middle piece. And he's just almost going to kind of fall off. But then he scrapes himself back up. And as he does that, the claw, it, you find out it's a, it's a white cloth. And the cloth is kind of kicked to the side. And you can hear this piece of metal kind of fall down. You see an object inside that has kind of fallen down to the other side of this uh, island. Into the water? I- into the water, from what you can tell. Oh, great. Or, I don't know. Yeah. You're throwing the dog but now? It, it sounded like it was made out of metal. I thought it was a cloth. Yeah. The cloth opened up. Something came out. Okay. I, I go around and check it out. How you doing, BB? All right. And then I, I pass the dog. I didn't want her to run away. I look down into the water and peer. I don't touch it yet, but I just want to look at this thing. I look down at this object. What the? Yeah, so you see a just kind of rusted blade. And just as you do that, the gates slam behind you. All of a sudden, everything gets dark. These corners are getting dark. It is getting hard to see, but you're seeing these four uh, shadowy figures. One come out of each corner. Okay, I quickly send my mage hand out towards Bourne. It's going at him really quickly, and I say, Give me the torch! Whoa, yeah! And I toss it to the And the mage hand catches it and rises it up and lights up this fight. Amazing. So the mage hand is holding this light 10, 10, 15 feet above everyone in the center of the room. So these shadows, as they get closer and closer to each corner, you can hear them kind of speak out. And they say, One must die. Wrong. Four must die. I was about to say that when you read my bleeding mind. If you want to live. One must make a sacrifice. Sacrifice to our demon lord. Kill the dog. No, Born. That's not what we're going to do. Kill this dog. We don't need it. No, no. I I need to kill often enough, and there's still a little bit of blood on my blade. I don't need to kill right now. If you're so attached to this dog, you better be ready to fight these spirits. Bring it on, you fuck shits. <laughs> so be it. Come, demon. Awaken thee. And you see in this corner this kind of fleshy mound. It's almost gelatinous. Like it looks like several humans kind of at once that are moving, bones coming out in certain ways. It's just kind of stretching out, and it's, it's gripping the wall with its fleshy pieces, and it's kind of moving forward. You can even hear a bit of like crying coming from it, like a baby's crying. I told you we'd have to fight a baby. Hey, everybody, let's roll initiative. Seven. Eleven. Okay, so this giant fleshy lump is going to move forward towards Boren. Oh, shit. And it is going to lash out at you. It's throwing its body. It it seems like it's trying to wrap around at you. Not not even close. Oh, gross. Boren, your turn. 
attack the flesh creature. Wide. Two plus eight, ten. It's a mess. Bring my axe up. Ah, goddammit. Oren knows these different moves that when he misses, he's a military man, right? So he has these different moves and he misses, but he picks it right back up, goes for an extra attack. Six plus eight, 14. Ooh, just missed it. We're missing here, Born. So I say, uh, then he wants to move backwards. That's promoting two opportunity attacks. One from the shadowy creature, Wait. one from the- Wait, don't move, man. They got you in their sights, their claw range. Yeah, uh, that's gonna hurt me if I stay. <laughs> Hold strong, Born. Born is gonna- <laughs> Warren just tenses up, tenses up. And, and ready to embrace He's got anything. That is very inspiring, if you ask me. He's got his shield. <laughs> He's out. He's kind of pulsing with this divine glow around him. Okay. Wendell, you're up on deck. Stand aside, Warren. I'm going to make this one count. So I put my hands together, full Hyrukan style. Sixteen. That's a hit. Oh. My beam just... Yeah, this globular yeah. kind of mishmash of flesh. Two beams. These are Eldritch Blasts? Yeah. 15 Ooh. plus eight. God damn, 23. Not bad. Bang! That's how it's done, Born. Oh, my word, my Moradin's beard. Nice hit. Thanks, Born. You can kind of uh, start smelling the, the scent of burning flesh. It's just two kind of two kind of blasts just kind of electrocute this thing. Born kind of throws up in his mouth a little bit. Oh God! Thanks. We gotta kill this thing. All right, get your guard up, boy. Here they come! All of a sudden, these shadows are gonna take swipes of Wendell. These two first. 12, that's a miss. And that's an 18. Oh, shit! Yes. You suffer 10 points of necrotic damage. Ah, Burge me! You also lose one point of strength. Ooh. Oh, man. Oh, that one weakened me. The flesh being is going to take another swipe at you. That is an 18. Misses you again. This thing is getting very frustrated. But what, one thing you notice about this beast as it just kind of lunges over you. Take a look at this thing. You can see kind of through its rib cage. There's actually uh, a baby inside of it. And you can hear it crying. Oh no! I turned to Wendell. Turned to Born. You no. down at the baby We're fight? Fighting the baby? We're fighting the baby, man? No! This is against my. I cannot do this. I can't kill a baby. Born, it's evil. Come no. on. I am pro-life. I can't do this, Wendell. Born, this is no existence for this baby, man. Cut it down. <laughs> But now it's misery. Is, is it Boris's turn? Yeah. Are you swiping anywhere specific on this piece? Yeah, I'm going, no, 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 no. And he's aiming it up and he's just targeting the baby. Okay. <laughs> is the baby just like, is, 
beautiful newborn baby. Yeah, it's, it looks like it's <laughs> oh, been maybe shit. born. Oh, you know, maybe a few days ago. Oh, try to try to rescue no. the baby. I'm going for the baby. I'm just, just gonna chop the baby. I grab BB. Don't look, BB. Five plus eight, thirteen. It's a hit. Oh no! It's okay. Plus brain smite. And and as Wendell's watching this, he's realizing that this is like a picturesque moment of this paladin who's doing something incredibly evil and so dark and he's just witnessing the gravity of this this awful sight what wendell doesn't see is that his eyes are just streaming tears as he's just bringing this hot axe like a brand like it's just been sitting in the fire and he just slams it into the into the baby and the fleshy guts are sticking to the walls, some of them falling like chum in the water, just staining things red, a smattering across the entire room. And these shadows scream, Ah! Ah, demon lord, you will pay. Their uh, demon lord that they were hoping to sacrifice something to for whatever their purpose has been obliterated with an axe strike to this living baby. Wendell's panicking, looking around, looking at all of them really quickly, moving his head. Born, born. Hold on, friend. We can make it out of this. That gate is still shut. We need to get rid of in. these shadows we're, to get are, out of here. We're still in melee combat with them? Yes. Whose turn is it? Yours. All right. Uh, what are you doing? I am trying to get rid of these things. Do it quickly, you farmer. Use my Haruken blast. Seared in some uh, point blank Harukens? Yeah, point blank Harukens. It's a 17. Yep, hits a hit. Nine is the first beam. Okay, so both beams are on the same creature. And the second one misses, yes. Okay. On the same creature. All right, Uh, it's the shadow's turn. Two attacks, both at Wendell. Fuck! It's a 16 and a two. Oh, one of them's gonna get me. Yep, the 16 gets you, or does it? What's your AC again? 16. So that it just tries to get you and you just kind of shink. I'm feeling my cloak is really working for me here. I told you, you son of a gun. Wow. Okay. Feeling confident. As you should. <laughs> These things shriek and they try to put their spectral hands right through your heart. Ah, come at Two me. more swipes. Yes, One of them gets a crit. No! Interesting. So you suffer with that crit. You take 12 points of damage. Born! And... Oh my god, this is not good. And your strength is reduced by six points. You might have to calculate that next uh, your next battle. I don't know what your bonuses are on that. What are you down to for strength? It's uh, 14? 14 from 20. Uh, you got you good there, Born. Uh, something wrong. You can barely lift your arm. You're weak. 
Well, this is a predicament, Born. You are weak on me right now. We're still fending these things off. Hold on, Marty. Born, you're up. First roll. 13 plus yeah. 5. So, okay. Uh, 11, 3, 14. Ah! Get out of here! Disappears just like vapor. Completely gone. Wendell? So, okay. I'm gonna look over at Born and say, Born, I'm gonna show you uh, something I, I was working on. Show it to me quick, boy. Yeah, I figure this might be a good situation. This might be a little awkward, but come here. And I grab you and I just hug you. And all of a sudden, all the hair on everyone's neck starts lifting. And I teleport us across the room to the other side of the portcullis. And it just... And everyone uh, in that room needs to roll a constitution saving throw. That was Thunderstep. Okay. And they all take 3d10. That's a 10. So your spell DC is harder than 10, probably. It's 14, maybe? 15? 15. Okay, so that's a 10 okay. for one. And yeah, that's a five, so. All right. So I hit all Whoa. the spirits. 3d10, so, each so of these. Do I roll the damage now? Yeah, you're dealing it. Yeah. So we just got to describe. So yeah. you just grabbed onto Boren. Yeah, I grab onto Boren, and all of the storm energy starts to emanate off of us. Like the static is almost like lifting us. What you're doing? What you're doing? What you're doing? And I'm looking over. I'm hugging onto Boren. I'm looking over his shoulder at the other side of the portcullis as these shadows are closing in on us. And we didn't hear it, but as we teleport to the other side of the gate, there's a huge boom. Whoa! Like a puff of smoke. What just happened, meat? What was that, meat? Okay, so with the death of this demon that they were raising and this final shadow that's been destroyed, you are feeling the house shake. You are feeling there's crunts, there's little pieces of crumbling stone falling and popping into the water. Fuck. Feeling this window. Yeah, I'm sending my my hand out and I'm grabbing that dagger that's in the water first. Okay, you grab it. Gets into my into my yeah, position. Yeah, right into your position. It looks like a you know half decent uh, dagger, but it's very rusty. Born goes. I'm grabbing your fucking dog. Oh, I, I want the dog. Come, come here, baby. Grabs it and they run out. And we both were running up. So you guys run to the end of the hallway, up that tiny uh, little spiral uh, staircase. You're gonna continue to go up? Yeah. Yeah. So you guys are working your way up, working your way up. Okay, as soon as you get up, the person who's hanging, Mr. Durst. He's not hanging anymore, because he was, or is, or he sorry, Mr. Down. Durst that's on the ground is actually, he's looking at you and he's live. He's, he says, thank you for saving me. You, you must be careful when you go downstairs. He looks like ghastly. He's not exactly alive and well, but he's thrilled that you cut him down. And and he's he's very, he's feeling like a lot of shame. And uh, well, you guys don't have time for his story, but uh, he's gonna help you go downstairs. So on the count of three, he's gonna kick down the, the attic. 
you can start seeing all this black smoke that's coming out. He kicks it down. It's completely dark down there. He says, I will lead the way, and he runs down, and all you hear is slashing and crawling and, and scraping. What are you guys going to do? Oh, there's, shit. There's some kind of battle down there. Um, first, I'll, I'll just, uh, with a uh, cantrip, cast a minor illusion of me, or me and Boren, probably just me, I'm, I'm, I'm able to do, uh, going down there to see how they react to my body going down there. Okay. So you cast it, it starts going down, you hear all this hissing and screeching. It almost sounds like, uh, similar to like uh, the shadows that you heard before. Laughing. Yeah, laughing and screaming. And they're just like ripping into this thing. You can hear, still hear Mr. Durst like fighting these creatures. Let's go out the window. For you. Who cares about going down there? Let's bounce there out window? the window. Looking there out, is not right? a window in the attic. No. Oh. But it's just a staircase. Down. It's just a staircase that's going down. And down there is all black, like pitch black, like a darkness spell. You know there's a window in that room forward, kind of at the end? Yeah. Of the foot of the uh, of, of the stairs. Yeah. We've got nowhere to go but down, boy. Okay. I say we make a chase for the window and hop right out. Okay, I need you guys to both roll perception and see if you can, uh, or history, actually. I want to see if you guys can remember exactly where the window is. 15. Okay, so Boren has a very clear idea. Which way is it? Tell me, left, right? It's down to the right where the armor almost pushed me off of. Got it. Okay, you head down there. It's like a whirlwind. You can't see anything, but you're hearing all these screeches. You can tell there's like these, like, all these hitting sounds of these daggers whirl around you and screeches. You make your way far enough. Are they, they're not harming me? I don't feel them? You have not been hit yet. I've not been hit yet, but I, I feel the presence of, they're not ghostly, they're... Oh, they're ghostly, and they're, scra- they're scraping at you. You're able to kind of snake your way right towards uh, where you see the window, and now you have a view out. It's thundering, it's coming down hard. Okay. You hear lightning. Uh, yeah, I have BB, and I just follow right behind. I have my shield. Hopefully I've, I've created a little bit of a path. Uh, well, can you walk? I'm trying. You have just you've made it to 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 this window. Okay, I'm gonna kick open the or smash open the window. Right. What, what floor are we on? You're on the second floor. I'm gonna jump out the window. Jump! Go! 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 You guys smash through the window. Roll an acrobatics uh, test. I want to see how you guys land. Twenty. Crit. Twenty. Twenty. Whoa! Twenty. Two natural twenties. We both land in superhero position. Nope. I've got the dog in hand. My shield. I've been able to land and slip my shield onto me that I keep sliding and slide on my shield away and I'm sliding about 5, 10, 15, 20 feet and the sliding, because outside it's raining so I'm sliding all, all the muddy, wet rain on my shield. The ghost of like Mr. Durst. I'm so sorry for what I've done. Free yourselves. And he's just kind of gets clawed and as he hits the ground, you guys roll away. You're looking back at this place and it's shaking, but it's also like flashing too. Like almost like. I'm also looking at the dog. Is the dog okay? The way it rolled. <laughs> like you guys rolled. It's a live dog. dog. It's not like turned into a like, ghost or like it's not disappeared <laughs> right. or anything. No, BB okay. looks fucking fantastic. Okay. You guys got a friend for life. I'm so concerned. I grab it from Boren. Boy! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, we, and we watch. Sorry, and what, what, what happened? What are we watching? You're basically just watching this whole 
Victorian kind of townhouse mansion, the death house, uh, shake and crumble, but also kind of flash. And sometimes you can see through it, and all of a sudden it just kind of dissolves. And what's left is this really, really thick, thick mist. The whole house? The whole house. And all that's left is a mist in the, in the existence of where the whole house was. That's right. I don't think those Vastani women are going to like this. Well, it just disappeared. It's, a, it's nothing but mist. <sighs> I heard, my boy. Let's go tell these women what we've done. Right. We kick up our stuff. We get everything. We walk by this misty pile of whatever on our way back to the blood and the vine to tell these women. Yeah, and it kind of as at one point you do cross through this mist and you feel this one particular step that you take. You feel like you're you feel like you're naked. You feel like you're being watched. And as you walk through this mist, you kind of hear like a a little bit of a chuckle. Hmm. That's all you hear. So eventually, you tuck back to the Blood of the Vine Tavern, rip through the door. You have that drone of a bartender, Eric, just cleaning glasses. And the three Vistani women are gathered around the fire. What do you want to do? Eric, two of your strongest strength. They're exhausted. Ladies, they approach the bed covered in gore yeah. of this baby still, the blood, just the rain has washed it out. And I'm a little bit behind Born. I'm not really rushing back to them because I have uh, BB in my arms and I'm just still kind of petting them. Oh. And I go up to them, ladies, bad news and good news. Which would you like to hear first? Well, uh, we did not think we would see you so quickly. I suppose uh, we can start with the bad. You've got no more house. The death house? It's disappeared into a mist. Alenka leans back and looks at the other two, and they're almost kind of... Roll an inside check. Fourteen. They almost kind of look at each other. It's almost like they're laughing, but they're covering it up. Oh, that's uh, too bad. So what uh, might be the good news? Well, we got rid of what was ever in that death house of yours. Hmm. Well, the deal's the deal. Indeed. And she kind of pulls out this tattered map of Barovia and says, you don't have much time left. And she kind of takes a look up. It is getting light out, and it's nighttime. You have a short time to see Madame Eva. Uh, you can find her here around the Sir Falls. I'm going to give you this to help you get your way around. 
Thank you. Wendell's still about 10 paces behind, not listening to any of this, just fixated on just giving BB attention. Lego Wendell, we've uh, gotten what we came for. Let's go. Great. Okay, fine. And go if you're ever interested in any of those potions, I can help you uh, escape the mist. Yes, we are. But we also feel that our time is... We have to see this madame before this curse takes us. But all right, fucker, tell me about these potions you got. <laughs> if you want to leave Barovia, you drink these magic potions. And you can go through the mist. <laughs> have you ever tried to go through the mist before? We haven't. We've been stuck here and trying to find a way out. This seems to be the way. Drinking these potions and going through the mist. How much do you charge? It, uh, 200 gold piece. But one potion could do the, the two of you. All right. Wendell is very despondent. He's almost like intentionally not listening to things. Normally, it could last a full day, but with the two of you, you have about 12 hours each. What does that mean? We drink it and then walk through the mist? Well, then, then you can see in the mist. You can survive the mist. Ladies, thank you so very much for your help, but I find that me and my friend are going to need another night in the Blood of the Vine Tavern to rest our bones and heal ourselves. May I ask you, how much time do you think we have left before these lycanthrope bites take effect? You're two days away from the full moon. You can reach Eva in that time if you hurry in the morning, but uh, tonight's rest is certainly on ours. Wendell's already made his way back upstairs, looking down at BB in his arms the whole way up the stairs. Good. All right. Have a good night. Borman just hops off his stool. Good night, gentlemen. Goes upstairs. Oh, my. Eric says, uh, room uh, one and two are available again. If you walk by, Wendell's room is already, his door is shut. Born goes up to his door again. Wendell, can you hear me? And just the voice of Born coming through the door makes Wendell look up and just wince at facing the reality of the of the experience that he's actually he's trying to escape a little bit. And Boren's going. Today was a tough day, my friend. Don't you ever try to escape the reality of what we have done. <laughs> These haunting moments will define who we are. Stay strong, brother. I shall see you in the morning. If you need anything from me, I'll right next door. A porn clunks off in his heavy armor. The rain is lit up, and it is time for a good night's sleep. Okay, so we wake up and he goes straight to Madame Eva. <laughs> Roll a D7. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, seven. seven and you win. This podcast has been brought to you by 
The Sonar Network. <laughs>